What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. This podcast is meant to be really conversational and casual, just a couple of leaders here at Fathom talking about faith and life and talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on Monday through Saturday and not just on Sunday. So tune in, listen to the conversation and open your heart. We pray that this really helps. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson. I am here. You are here. We are here. We're excited to talk about um, phrases that were taken out of context, uh, believed to be in the Bible, uh, scriptures that maybe we don't understand as well as we thought. It's going to be a fun journey. Yeah, I think so. I think so. The reality is we're desperately trying to keep these right around 15 minutes for you guys. So there's not going to be a lot of fluff at the beginning like they're used to, like you're used to. And I know you're going to miss that, but you're going to have to get over it. So <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So here's the first one we're going to do. Uh, this phrase, it kind of goes around and it puts, it, it uses God's name in vain. It does. We could do a whole thing on that one. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> we should have put that, we should have put that one on the list, yeah. you guys. We might, you, who knows, you might get a bonus episode. It, it, just might, it might just slide into this episode, <laughs> who knows? but the, the ver- this one is God just wants me to be happy. And then we're also going to talk about God is love. Yes. These two yes. in this one episode, God just wants me to be happy and God is love. Right. So one of those statements is absolutely true. And the other one is absolutely false. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you take a guess which one is which? Quite misunderstood. The, the word just yeah. in the sentence, God just wants me to be happy. This is the, the culture we're uh, living in. And I don't know where this came from. I mean, I think it's a lot of just the self-help, self-love world mm-hmm. that we're living in. Um, I don't know if it was one of those big televangelist preachers with big smile on their face, like that kind right? of. Oh yeah, very um, much that like um, kind of leaked this, mm-hmm. you know, somehow, and it kind of became theology for people. Yeah, like that's right. Uh, because that's like the, their theological system is that I see all of Scripture actually through this reality. So this is actually a pretty significant one that we talk about. Yeah, I think too that. Um, because a, a like maybe a Webster's thesaurus might equate happiness and joy or put mm-hmm. them as um, synonyms, they are not the same thing. And so when we read scripturally about what joy is and that we are to have joy and even finding joy in terrible circumstances and counting it all joy and trials and things like that, that like God wants me to be happy. And that's not the same thing. Yeah. Would you mind taking a minute and just breaking down the difference between happiness and joy? So somebody who's listening, maybe like, well, what's the difference? I've kind of used them interchangeably in my language, but really biblically, we we believe they're really different. Right. So happiness, um, which is what we're tackling today, happiness is very circumstantial. So happiness is um, all about a, a feeling you have and your circumstances um, really, uh, it's directly impacted by your circumstances. So like I got a birthday present, I am happy. Uh, I got what I want for Christmas, I am happy. I got a promotion at work, I am happy. These things that make us happy. My child was obedient, I am happy. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. um, and those things are all really um 
generally happiness is uh, superficial in that as soon as those circumstances change, that happiness is gone. Yeah. Fleeting. Gone. Yeah. Joy. <laughs> joy being something that we cannot um, create on our own, that we cannot, that, that our our circumstances might show where we can celebrate with joy. We might have circumstances that can celebrate with joy, but joy is actually the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, rec- like we are able to draw on God <laughs> and draw on His power in order to find good, um, even in the hard. Mm. Find the where He is working and recognize Him in the midst of even the most difficult. Mm. Yeah, I love I love the way you phrase that. That's that's really awesome. This phrase "God just wants me to be happy" sometimes is quoted um, when someone is about to make a bad life choice. It feels like <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> that mostly, like they know is wrong at a deep level. Well, God just wants me to be happy. I think they know. On so a I'm just gonna level. have one more, right? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. God or, just wants me to be happy. I will max out this credit card. Yeah, right? I mean, like we begin to make rash, stupid decisions and really an excuse to sin mm-hmm. even. Um, and God wants us to experience joy, not just simple happiness. Um, and ultimately, he's far more concerned with um, our eternal um, destiny than he is our temporary happiness and right. pleasures. He, he, he desires for us to be holy. Um, and, you know, I, I believe when we live a life that honors him, we're going to experience joy and, and like happiness just doesn't compare. We're going to experience great happiness in this life. Right. But, but we're not promised that. And that's not, God just doesn't just want you to be happy. There's right. far more to it. Well, and I think so rarely do we learn a lot from our happiness, Yeah. but we learn a tremendous amount mm-hmm. from joy whether we can, whether we see it through others, or whether we, um, you know, whether we can look back on our own circumstances and our own yeah. journey and our own, you know, wrestlings, um, and see that we learn a lot more. Um, we actually just learn a lot more when we're not happy. Yeah. I mean, what? Think about the things that you've learned, even just skills that you've learned how to do because you were unhappy with the way something was going or unhappy Mm -hmm. with what you currently had. Mm -hmm. And so like, I've got to fix this, Mm -hmm. right? Every time my refrigerator breaks, the whole staff gets to hear about how I got on YouTube and learned how to fix (laughs) that refrigerator, right? right? And because I was unhappy that my freezer was broken yet again. So um, we don't really learn a lot from happiness. Yeah. But yet, uh, God is with us in all that and he's abiding in us. and, And so we can experience joy because the fruit of the spirit is not love uh peace and happiness peace love and happiness sounds like a 60s like mantra but it's all this stuff culturally gets blended together but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control um that that's what god really has for us that's going to be flowing out out of our life and our life with him um, but, and one of those we just mentioned, <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit, is love. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other thing we're going to talk about is this scripture, God is love. Uh, it's out of 1 John um, 4, mm-hmm. and I wish we had time to read the the whole thing. We, we can tell you right now, you have time today to read 1 John 4. 100%. You do. Um, yeah. It, this is a short podcast. I it, promise you, you it, have time to read. It's a short <laughs> podcast, short book. 
Um, but it's incredibly powerful when we understand, um, you know, really what the context of this is. So uh, l- let's dive into kind of the context here a, a, a little bit. Sure. Um, yeah, well, the this whole letter of First John, which is only five chapters, is really talking very specifically about our life in relationship to other people mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. Like how we live with regard toward others and how we live in light of Jesus' sacrifice. Yeah, and if you look all around where it shows up in um, 1 John 4, God is love, it shows up multiple times. If you look all around that, it's about our love for one another. Right. Um, and that I, I think one of the phrases actually says that essentially that his love would be perfected in us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm trying to, to find it right now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think it's 17. That first John 4, yep. 17. Yep. Um, this, it, that's not the one I was looking for. Oh, sorry. For. So um, also the theme of perfecting, being perfected and perfected in love comes up multiple times. I know this is um, the chapter where if you've heard this before, while Pastor Kyle is looking for the verse he's looking for, um, this is the chapter of the Bible where we we hear, we love because he first loved us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. It is 17. I'm looking in a different translation and oh. it doesn't say perfected. And gotcha. that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> and I was like, it's not there. Wait. Yeah. Um, so I can read my version. But mine or, says made okay. complete. Which okay, is, which the is the same word. thing. Yeah, it's the same yeah. Word. yeah. So by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is, so also are we in this world. So this this is an an interesting, you know, verse. Um, again, we take it out of its context and then we say God is love and we'll utilize that to you know, say that he's kind of remove other parts of his character. Right. um, Right. In order to um, just proof text this to prove whatever point we're trying to make or to do what we want as if um, God's holiness doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. as if, I don't know, no no other scripture matters. Right, right. That that God has no wrath or he has no judgment or he has no... But the thing is, is this this chapter doesn't tell us that God is only love. And it also doesn't tell us that like our definition of love is correct. Right. That human love, what we know as love, is anything equal to what God means by being love. Yeah, our problem with our definition of... God is is love is that we see that through a cultural lens. We see that through an American, you know, Disney princess thing. For sure. Or even if it's not that, and even like you've matured beyond kind of some Disney princess view of love, even if it's just something that's um, very simplistic Mm -hmm. and doesn't understand kind of the depth of what real love is. I mean, I think about like as parents, Mm -hmm. like, we love our children um, enough to put like rules that they can't just jump off the roof right. and they can't just try any drug they want to try. Like, right. We set boundaries. We set boundaries and uh, we discipline them because we love them right. because we don't want them to turn into psychopaths. One well, day that have just no law. I feel like very 
I'm pretty sure it's in Proverbs where it specifically says like if you're if you if as a parent if you don't discipline your child you hate them, mm. um, and obviously we yeah. we don't and that's the yeah. same thing right with God that mm-hmm. He does love us and that is why we receive discipline and correction yeah. because He loves us. Yeah, and and so we've got to have a robust understanding of love and and, and of God's character that we can't just kind of um, just. Um, cherry pick the ones that you know uh, of what our version of what that love looks like that's so easy to do yeah it's so easy to fall into that trap of this is who i need god to be today right yeah this is how I woke up today, terms, yeah. and this is who I need God to be today. And so I'm going to find a scripture that tells me what I need to hear from God today. Because God just wants me to be happy. Because right? God just wants me to be happy, and he loves me, and he is love, and that's all I need. Yeah. And it's it's very easy to fall into that trap. And unfortunately, what happens when people do fall into that is that our circumstances are not going to be perfect and then we lose faith in God because we have decided he's he fits in some kind of box yeah. and we lose we we have a crisis of faith we, we do and we we never knew the real God anyway right you know in that we knew a God that we could control we knew kind of like the Will Smith version of genie and Aladdin right right and right, right. Like, yeah this God that's on my terms and, you know what I mean? And, Poof, and what do you need? Right. And that's, it's so much more than that. And the context here of this verse, once again, is that his love would be perfected in and through our lives, that we would come to understand his love and, and let his perfect love cast out fear so that we have confidence mm-hmm. on the day of judgment and that this would be lived out and that by our love for one another, Jesus says in John 17, that everybody would know that we're his, that we belong to him. Um, And so, you know, John says, let us love one another for love comes from God. Yeah. And the thing is, is right. There are so many other verses that talk about God's love for us. The entire Bible is such a beautiful love letter of God to humanity, like to his people and his Jesus sacrifice on the cross is proof that God loves us. Mm. That is only love could could do that. Yeah. Only love could give of oneself in that way. Both both God saying, yes, this is what we're going mm-hmm. to do. And then Jesus being there and saying, okay, I really don't want to, but I'm going to anyway, because I know the joy set before me. Yeah. Because I know what it means. I, I love verse 8. It's the first time that God is love shows up. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Mm-hmm. That we simply don't know God until we're actually doing that. Like we're that's when we're really experiencing who God is and living who God is in our life is um, when we're when we're loving like loving. Then we're actually getting to know Him. Right. So right. Um, there's so much on this one. Uh, this is a fun start. Um, and, I, and I pray that as we keep going through this, your interpretation skills are being sharpened to everyone who's, who's listening. And we always remember that Jesus is king and context is queen. Yeah. So if you have questions, uh, suggestions, or just want to ca- talk about it with us, you can always send us email 
at christina at fathom.church. Um, or if you want to connect with us, you're not quite sure how to do that, you can uh, text the keyword fathom to 97,000 and follow the prompts. We are praying for you. We are so glad that you've joined us for this new Out of Context series and looking forward to seeing you here next week. Nailed it. Love you.